Hey guys, this is WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, and you're listening to Wells Mania Podcast. Woo! Wells Mania Podcast proudly presents Wells Mania. The host, the Kyle Wells. The world's greatest co-host, Peyton Payne. Special guest, WWE Human Encyclopedia, Jared Giles. Special guest from Poundtown, USA, Gigi Jacobs. It's... Wow's Mania! Welcome everybody to the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world. You are now running wild with Wow's Mania podcast sponsored by the best damn karaoke bar in America, the Wild Beaver Saloon, and the best damn toy store in Indianapolis. Toys galore and more conveniently located inside of... The Toy Drop, episode 74, running wild. And joining me as always in studio is the world's greatest co-host, Peyton Payne. Peyton, you, my friend, have some breaking news. I do. And it's not that I brought you a pack of throat lozenges because you're going to need them. I do feel a lot better. Not for long. Give it a couple more episodes. You won't have a voice left. Ah. No, my breaking news is I splurged. I bought a ticket to Ric Flair's last match, the whole show, because somebody has to go out and represent this podcast. And you, you didn't want to, you didn't want to make the trip. Yeah, it's not that I don't want to make the trip. It's just that I have really no interest in going. And I know this is going to sound kind of weird because I was there at WrestleMania 8 to see the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, wrestle Macho Man Randy Savage for the WWF title. But something inside me, man, I just don't have any interest to go down to Nashville. I love Nashville because I'm a diehard Tennessee Titans fan. Tighten up. Let's go. We're winning the Super Bowl. It's happening. But man, I don't really have any interest, but I'm glad that you do, and I'm glad that you're going to... Now, a lot can change between now and July 31st. I, I might have a change in interest. And this guy on the Wells Mania hotline, he might be able to persuade me in going. Let's give him some uh, entrance music, shall we? Woo! No, 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 no. No. It, it's not... It's not who you think it is. I was going to say, there's no way you pulled that off. No, 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 no. It's not the nature boy, Ric Flair, but it's the next best thing. Friend of the Wells Mania podcast, WWE Human Encyclopedia, Jared Giles. And Jared, you just heard the breaking news that Peyton Payne will be traveling down the road of 65 to Ric Flair's last match. And you're going to be there as well. Woo! How's it going, brother? I'm doing good, doing good. How are you guys doing? Oh man, we're we're styling and profiling, as the Nature Boy would say. Woo! 
<laughs> so, uh, I gotta ask, uh, Peyton, did the uh, did the angle on this week's um, countdown show is that what sold you a ticket or that is what sold me on the ticket? I was I was planning on possibly going if the opponent was gonna be right and it was gonna be a big reveal, like some people were speculating. And then, because yeah. I I did want to make the trip. And then when the match was announced, I thought, oh, that's kind of a weird match. I, I don't know about that. I don't know if it'll be worth the trip. And then I watched the promo package. I watched the, that part of the documentary, and it was so good, and it sold me on the story so much that I thought, you know what? I think this will be fun. I think it'll be worth it. I'm going to go ahead and get the ticket, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the trip down there. And for those that don't know... Ric Flair's last match is at StarCast 5 down in Nashville, Tennessee on July 31st, and it will be the nature boy, Ric Flair, we think, one final time. It's being billed as one final time. Ric Flair will be teaming up with... Andrade. Andrade. His son-in-law. His son-in-law, El Idolo. And you heard Charlotte Flair. She is one of the official liners of the Wells Mania podcast. Yes, her husband, El Idolo, Andrade, will be Ric Flair's tag team partner. And they will be going up against Ain't I Great, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal. Now, Jared, where is your where is your excitement level for Ric Flair's last match? I mean, at, at first, it was definitely a curiosity, um, oddity, whatever, an attraction, whatever term you want to use. Like, okay, you know, Ric Flair, he's had one or two retirement matches already, but like, hey, this is probably the last time and there's interest, you know, there's all the speculation. Should he do it? Can he do it? All of that. And there was a lot of rumors, speculations, things in regards to the match. I kind of got clued in a little bit early what the match was going to be. Um, so I kind of knew what to expect, and I went to see how it was put together. And I think the, to do a one-off and have different entities involved, I think they came up with the best solution that was realistically possible. Yeah, it's a pretty nice mixture here. I mean, you've got Andrade and Jay Lethal, who are still very consistent wrestling in the ring. Jeff Jarrett, I believe he's in his 50s. He can still somewhat kind of get in there and go. And let me ask Siri real quick here. Siri, how old is Ric Flair? I found this on the web. That doesn't help me, Siri. I believe he's 73. He is. Ric Flair is, you know, I'm relying on a robot here to tell me a, a legit answer. Just tell me that he's 73. Don't take me to all these weird links that I, my phone is, probably just has a virus now, but whatever. Anyways, yeah, it, it's definitely, I don't know. I have no interest in this match, and I think it's because I'm not really... I've never been a big impact guy, so I've never really gotten familiar with Jay Lethal's work. Phenomenal promo. I, I did I have seen the well, the Jay Lethal impression of Ric Flair and Macho Man. Those are pretty cool. But as far as like Andrade goes, 
I never really got into Andrade's work either. So Jeff Jarrett, yeah, I did like With My Baby Tonight back in the 90s, sang by friend of the Wells Mania podcast, Road Dog Jesse James. But fellas, this this is sounding crazy coming from Wells Mania, but I have no interest in this it's, this match. The thing like the thing that sold it for me is the story they're telling, not necessarily the people involved in the match. The story that they set up of Jay Lethal training him and Flair using him like he's used everybody his entire career, and then the animosity between him and Jarrett dating all the way back to the Horsemen, and Flair being like, "I want you nowhere near this event," even though. You know, Nashville is what the house that Jarrett built and then Andrade being his son-in-law. I, I think they're telling the perfect story here. And, you know, it, it sometimes story can can make the match just as exciting as the people involved in the match itself. Now, Jared, you're going to be down in Nashville for the entire weekend because SummerSlam is also down in Nashville on Saturday, July 30th. And then StarCast 5 is on Sunday, Ric Flair's last match, July 31st. You will be attending both SummerSlam and Ric Flair's last match, but you're also going to be attending the meet and greet. Who are you really looking forward to? to seeing when you're down there at the StarCast 5 meet and greet? Um, the, the big one is some of the people I've met before, but the big the big uh, ticket item on my meet and greets is the um, Four Horsemen uh, photo op. So it's Rick, Arn, Tolly, JJ, Lex, Barry, all under the um, 605-looking set and with uh, the ring-used NWA title. So I'm very... That was a picture, probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so I had to jump on that. Um, El Desperado from New Japan, uh, I'm a big fan of his work. Uh, he's going to be there, so I'm going to get to meet him for the first time. That's probably my new meet-and-greet that I'm very excited about. A lot of great vendor guest people I have uh, will probably meet. Uh, haven't bought all of mine yet. Gonna Maybe some game-time decisions once I'm down in Nashville. Man, getting a picture with the four horsemen, that is definitely, you took the words right out of my mouth. That is a once in a lifetime. Now, I have interest in that. Now, I would definitely love to get a picture with the four horsemen, but I don't know if I want to break my bank to do that. How much is that? I'm curious because I, I didn't you, see it. If you want to tell us, if you would like to uh, reveal. Uh, I believe it was about 250 That's not horrible, though. Yeah, I mean, for seven, you know, talents, six, seven talents, and with the ring use title and the backdrop, I didn't think that was, you know, hey, it's at 258, you know, nothing to sneeze at. I get it, but. Now, is there like a combo deal, autographs, and a picture? For, for that op, due to the amount of people there and the amount of time, that one's just a photo op. Now, okay. all, of, all of those talents individually are doing their own you know, meet and greets and things like that if you want to do one-offs or specific autographs to that. Gotcha. Uh, or autographs with them if you want to take figures or what have you. Are you going to take your Target exclusive, I believe it's WWE Hall of Fame, Four Horsemen four-pack with you? I, I've, I've thought about it. It's uh, it's uh, it's probably, there's probably going to be a whole bat luggage of just uh, <laughs> figures and stuff to get signed. Ruthless aggression. Ruthless. 
for those that don't know, <laughs> Ruthless Aggression is the nickname that Jared, I, and Cody Mulliken, friend of the Wells Mania podcast, we gave to this fan who I kid you not, Peyton, I don't know if I've ever told you the story about Ruthless Aggression. He's like an urban legend, but he's a real dude. This guy would go around to hotels, airports, conventions, wherever wrestlers were going to be, he would have not one, but two luggage suitcases. You know what's crazy? Full of action figures, memorabilia, and whatnot to get signed. I have met this person. Really? So you know ruthless aggression i know of him yes i believe oh, this sounds like the future episode of wells mania ruthless aggression let's get him on the line i remember meeting him <laughs> i believe it was in atlanta for wrestlemania and yeah. i just remember thinking wow this is the most insane person i've ever met in my life i believe his name is like the rick effect or something because he he has a gimmick he wears like this uh jacket and yeah. I, I think that's what it said on I, the back. I remember the whole the whole spiel all right so listen ruthless aggression rick defect whatever you're calling yourself if you're interested on in coming on a future episode of wells mania podcast we would love to have you on and tell your story because you are, in fact, ruthless aggression. Somebody out there has to know this guy. Oh, somebody does. He's probably got buddies listening to the Wells Mania podcast. I would think so. But, of course. But, Jared, before we let you go, anything else you want to get out there about this trip? What are you really looking forward to besides the meet and greet with the four horsemen? Well, also... Oh, go ahead, Peyton. Who's your pick? Who's who's winning Flair's last we're, match? I was saving that for the very end. Okay, well... <laughs> Okay, well, uh, we we don't want to jump the host here, but um, that's okay. You know, that's okay. You can, you, can, you can answer his question. I've been to a few Starcasts. It's always been a great event. Um, I know people, you know, talk about how pricey they it can be, and you know, it definitely can. But you know, you've got a con experience plus all the panels. If you have time in between meet and greets to go sit down and listen to the panels, usually worth it. Usually some good stories. Um, so it's just going to be a fun, you know, guy trip, a big weekend. Um, you know, last year, that was, coming back, especially after, you know, COVID and all the restrictions, you know, did a couple wrestling weekends last year and just didn't have quite the same feel. Still, still some restrictions, you know, everything was kind of more social distance. This is more all the way live. Um, big events, you know, there. And then, of course, being at Nissan for SummerSlam because, you know, WWE always going to put on a spectacle in a stadium, so. Yeah, it'll be nice down there at Nissan Stadium, home of the future Super Bowl champion Tennessee Titans. It's going to happen, hopefully, in my lifetime. But, yes, since Peyton threw it out there, I will also double up on it. Who do you got? Who's your pick? Are you going with Team Ric Flair, or are you going with Team Jeff Jarrett? I mean, in my heart, you got to think if it's Rick's last match, you know, for real or as as much as we he may even believe in himself, you got to put Rick over. Now, there is always the part of me that does the what if and what if Conrad swerved Rick and then him and Jeff were going to start their own promotion like they've joked about on their podcast for the last year and used Rick Flair's last match as the springboard and instead of Jim Crockett promotions they ran as Jeff and Conrad promotions in the future. Just throwing it out there in case it does happen, but I think Team Team Flair all the way. Rick, 
Rick probably puts Double J in the figure four and gets him to submit. What about you, Peyton? I hope with every fiber of my being that Jeff and Jay beat whatever is left of the soul of Ric Flair out of his body, and we never have to see him again. Wow, that's dark. (laughs) Ric Flair is an egotistical prick that deserves everything he got in that parking lot and the beating that is coming to him in Nashville. Well, I'm uh, rooting for Ric Flair to win and ride off into the sunset for Ric Flair's last match. Jared, at JC Giles on the Twitter, he is the WWE Human Encyclopedia. He knows more than anybody else out there. We love having you on. And when you come back from Nashville, we would love to have you back on to talk about your time down there for Ric Flair's last match. But in the meantime, I look forward to seeing all of the pictures, especially the picture of you with the four horsemen. Have fun down in Nashville. Be safe and run wild. Woo! Thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. Well, there he goes. WWE Human Encyclopedia, Jared Giles. And Peyton, (laughs) since you just totally went off and roasted Ric Flair... I got to ask, what's the beef between you and the nature boy? Look, Ric Flair, his entire life has has been an egomaniac, okay? And and he's he's overhyped. He always has been. He's the dirtiest player in the game. He's overhyped, has been for for 73 years of his life, okay? Wow. wow. Look, I remember being in New Orleans for WrestleMania 30. I knew this was personal. When I was a little bit younger, okay? And I ran into Rick on Bourbon Street, okay? Nobody else was around. It was just him. It was just him. How, it was a corner late at night around, well, when I say late, it was probably like 10 o'clock. Now, was Rick Flair sober? Yes. Okay, wow. All right, continue. He was sober. He, he soon wasn't because I know where he was heading because he was staying in the same hotel as me. And he was at the bar later that night. Um, I ran into him around 10 o'clock and on this corner and shockingly, there was nobody else around. And it was me and my dad. And I went up to Rick and I said, excuse me, I got all excited. Excuse me, Mr. Flair, could could I please have a picture with you it would it would be such an honor this guy has the nerve to look at me a kid at the time okay and say sorry dude scram no pictures unless you're paying wow and from that moment on i realized rick flair is the most overhyped egotistical scumbag that has ever laced up a pair of wrestling boots and he deserves the beating that's coming to him you saw in that promo you saw how he treated jay lethal telling jay Le- uh, uses using him getting him to train him to get back and then can't even give him a spot on the card won't even let him accompany him to the ring won't even let him be the timekeeper on the show saying you're a curtain puller get out of here he deserves it. Well, I knew there was some animosity, but I didn't realize there was that much animosity. And I, I get where you're coming from. You know, as, as a kid, 
You don't ever want to be turned down by somebody who you've looked up to in the wrestling world. So yeah, that probably sucked. And I and I get I get that you have tension towards the nature boy Ric Flair, but just know July 31st will be the last time that Ric Flair will lace up the old boots and get in there. Could be the last night he's wrestle. alive too. Wow. Okay. Uh I I can sense the heat. The heat is on. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just speaking facts. Well, I know it's supposed to get hot this weekend, but apparently we're getting a head start on the weekend because it's very hot. The heat is real between Peyton and the Nature Boy. Speaking of hot, don't we have Rick another Flair. guest coming on? We sure do, Peyton. From Poundtown, USA, GG Jacobs will be running wild with us when we come right back. You're listening to episode 74 of Wilds Mania Podcast. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for running wild with Peyton Payne and I right here on episode 74 of Wilds Mania Podcast. And we are about to be blessed with... Downtown USA's own. He is one half of the Bosom Buddies, and he's running wild with us right now on the Wells Mania Hotline. He is G G Jacobs. What's going on, brother? How are you? What an introduction. I'm doing great. I'll tell you that right now, doggy. I, I love that. Ew. We are honored. <laughs> we are honored to have you here. Running wild with us, That's and right. always running wild. You've got a pretty. Uh, by the way, this is a badass weekend special, Cobra Man, right here. This is the Bosom Buddies entrance music, correct? That's right. Oh, this is nice. I love Cobra Man. Just this released is, a new song. This is like um, it's giving me '80s vibes. Oh yeah, that's. I, that's where my heart lies, is in the 80s. Well, brother, I'm right there with you. I'm a product of 1986. That's when I made Ooh. my debut into this world, and I've been running wild for 35 years. That's a phenomenal year. Let me tell you why. Yes. The greatest film ever came out that year, Big Trouble, Little China. Oh, man, that is an all-time classic ever. right there. Yeah, that, that one never gets old. No, so, don't. Is that your favorite movie of all time since we're talking movies? Yeah. Yes, it is. Big because it taught trouble. me a life lesson. Anyone looks me in the eye and asks me if I paid my dues, I tell them the check's in the mail, baby doll. <laughs> I love that. Big Trouble in Little China. If you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. It stars Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. And it's also uh. got Victor Wong. I love Victor Wong. He's from Tremors. <laughs> Oh, that is right. <laughs> but uh, um, was phenomenal. So. I, I know. I love Tremors. We could talk about Graboids. We could talk about Kevin Bacon <laughs> and Fred Ward. But we're here to Ooh, talk Graboid. about you, you, GG Jacobs. Yeah, you. You are from Poundtown, USA. For those that might not know, what is Poundtown, USA? Give us a little background on it. Where exactly Pound is it Town located? USA? Oh God, Poundtown, USA is where my heart lies. Goes wherever I go. Ooh, I like and that. any time that I get in the ring with someone, they are entering the ring and coming straight into Pound Town because we're going to touch and we're going to touch hard. And that's what we do in Pound Town. 
Peyton, I guess that answers oh, yeah. my question. <laughs> say, Peyton's got a, you can't see it, but Peyton's got a big smile on his face. I, yeah. You know what? I was, I, I gotta be honest. The, the very first flop house show I went to, I was so starstruck when you came through the curtain that I immediately just had to go on and order a pound town USA shirt. It's one of my favorite wrestling shirts I own now. Oh my God. My heart's swelling. Oh God. Thank you so much. I will be I wearing will. it this Sunday to flop house. Ooh, yes, so Flophouse, I'm very excited for. Yes. Spe- yeah, that's going to be a wild show. Speaking of that wild show, it is a benefit for Hoodfoot's medical expenses. It's called Mo Money, Mo Problems, GG Jacobs, Big Trouble in Little Pound Town, USA. Ooh, I love the sound of that. That's right, and that's where Jarvis, Jarvis Gray He's going to find himself straight in smack dab in the middle of Poundtown, USA, right on the baddest street of Poundtown, USA, because he's going to be facing me. And I've got a bone to pick with him. I don't take lightly to cheaters. He stole my victory last time. He's a cheat and a snake, and I'm going to expose him to the world, show everyone he can't do anything without stealing what is but the yeah, crime no money, for no what is what is the crime for stealing in Poundtown, USA? It's a hard touch. You might not get up from it. <laughs> uh, I, I like the sound of that. So Jarris Gray, I don't know if he listens to the Wells Mania podcast, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be want to be listening to this episode because you're going to lay the smackdown on him right there in the middle <laughs> of the Flophouse ring. Now this Sunday, July 24th. 24 Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. Doors open at 4 p.m. Bell time at 5 p.m. Tickets are $20. But the big question is, can the fans meet Gigi Jacobs? And is there merch that they can buy? You got dang right. I got three different shirts. I got stickers galore. I got eight by tens. And I love meeting new people. I adore it. Because the more I meet, the more they they, they get 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 it to feel the pound town, the unknown pleasures. Because you may not know me, but you'll feel me when you see me. You will feel what I'm putting out there, and that's the energy, who, the vibes, who, <gasps> the anticipation of just seeing what I'm going to do, ew. Ooh, speaking of seeing, right now. <laughs> speaking of seeing what you're going to do, I, I got to ask. What can we do here on Wells Mania and the fans? What can we do to convince the the head guys over there at Flophouse to give you a title shot against Zodiac? Because that is a match I want to see. Oh, God. Zodiac. That man's He'd punch my heart out my chest. But you know what? I don't mind. I'm ready for a fight any day of the week. So... Yeah, or tweet it out. Let the world know that you want to see Gigi Jacobs in that title fight. Oh, we definitely because- can do that. Speaking of title uh-huh. fights, though, you do have Ooh. a title fight coming up also this Sunday. You're having to pull double duty. We'll get there. We'll get there in just a second. But if you That's want, right. if you want to catch Poundtown USA's Gigi Jacobs live in action, Indiana City Brewing Company. Downtown Indianapolis, 24 Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. Mo money, mo problems, a benefit for Hoodfoot's medical expenses. Gigi Jacobs is going to kick Jarris Gray's ass all over that flop house ring. Now, yes, 
You mentioned this, Peyton. Gigi's got double duty. What else is he doing this Sunday, July 24th? You have got yourself a tag team title match in WWT Wrestle with this. I am so excited to see you make, and your partner MVP, the Bosom Buddies, make their debut in the Smash Mouth Jungle at Wrestle with this Showcase 43. And you're, you're getting a tag team title opportunity. Me and MVP, we were just taken back when we were uh, when we sought this out and we got this offer. We were just like, you know what? Let's take the world by storm. Show them the bosom buddies. We're ready. We're ready for all the gold, all the straps. Well, and I love straps. I love to strap them on and take everyone to pound town. Now I heard yeah, a couple. Right. I heard a couple rumors, and I would like you to either confirm or deny these rumors. Rumor number one is that you have a deathly fear of clowns, correct? Oh, God, what'd you say? Where? There's clowns where? I, I they here I, in my home? I, no, 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 you're, you're what safe. What do you know about clowns? You are safe for now. The clowns are not there, Gigi. They're not there yet. Right. I'll, I'll take that as a confirmation. But I, So, real quick, off of that. You scared me. You realize that. The tag team champions in Wrestle With This are Giggles and Twinkles, the Disciples of Chaos, who are clowns, right? Wait, what? Giggles and Twinkles are clowns? I thought they were just ta- ta- just chaos. No, yeah, no. I mean, they both start with C's. So, so how does that change your game plan going into this title match? If you have a fear of clowns, what are you going to do to combat that fear? Oh... I'm going to have to talk to Pete about that. We're going to have to get a game plan together because, I mean, like, I had an uncle who he always dressed up as clowns, and I just I, I, I can't deal with clowns. I like to touch hard, but clowns, they always touch touch too hard. And and I, I, I'm, I don't know. God, I'm going to overcome this, but I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm have to talk to MVP about that. Well, speaking of – Speaking of talking, that leads me to my other rumor. And if this rumor is also true, it shocks me that he didn't tell you ahead of time that the tag team champions are clowns. Is it true that you are cousins with deputy of Wrestle With This, Mike James from Shitstain Lane? <laughs> That's my cousin. I'm a, I can't, he, oh, my God. Yeah. Mama J. God, I, I hope she's still eating the moon pies. I, I I might have to bring down a box or two. Yeah, wow. You know, I, I didn't know that Mike James had a big family, but uh, that's great. Cool. I, guess, I guess the whole James family is going to start working for Wrestle With This. There's a long, long history that comes from shit stain lane, and, and I, I can't wait to catch up. That's what I so, love to do. So is shit stain lane located in Poundtown, USA? No, whoa, 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 whoa. Poundtown, USA goes wherever my heart goes. So if I'm in Shitstain Lane, Poundtown, USA is there. Well, I'll tell you what. Wells Mania right now is running wild in Poundtown, USA. GG Jacobs. Ew. Ew. Before we let you go, plug your social media, plug anything else out there, any websites, any future matches coming up. What's going on in the world of G.G. Jacobs? Well, right now, 
I've got merch galore. You can catch any of that, get all of that from Dangerously Divine Apparel. That is my own website. So it will be Gigi Jacobs personally sending you out goodies. So if you go there, DangerouslyDivineApparel.com, you will find all Gigi Jacobs merch. You can also go to WhatAManeuver.com and find some Gigi Jacobs merch. Even a shirt that I've never even had at my merch table. It's an exclusive on that site, which it's a pretty cool shirt. I'm not going to lie. If you like Bob Seger, you'll like that shirt. Turn the page. Who doesn't love Bob Seger? Hey, I'm all about making night moves, baby. Ew. Working on on a night moves. Oh, God, you're making me dance. Thank you, thank you. You know, but yeah, you know, uh, every Friday night, I'd be laying people on their backs and making them scream and cry because there ain't no safe words. And at FGW, Future Great Wrestling, I've got a bone to pick with this Hannibal Rex. And everyone should be watching weekly FGW's YouTube for Future Great Wrestling. Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. See FGW Shockwave, and you'll see Gigi Jacobs, the mayor of Poundtown, kicking tail all over that arena in Hamilton, Ohio. And social medias? Yes, plug your social medias. It's at Gigi Jacobs 69, because that's my favorite number, and that's where you can catch me. 69. (laughs) What about the Bosom Buddies? I believe you guys have a Twitter. That is right. At Bosom Buddies FGW. That's where we were born, and that's where we we like to kick tail. So that's where you can catch us. Well, also, yeah, go ahead, Gigi. Has a Twitter at MVP twenty one. If you want to follow the MVP of FGW, I'm going to give him a follow. I'm already following you and the Bosom Buddies, but I got to make the trifecta complete. That's right. With that's MVP. Right. And- He's my boy, my buddy. Your bosom <laughs> buddy. buddy. Yeah. And I got to be honest, on behalf of everybody, I, I do hope that you guys go in there and win the tag team championships this Sunday at Showcase 43. Oh, Those clowns. I, it's, it's a hill that we're going to have to run up, just like Kate Bush is always singing. But we're going to do it with MVP by my side and me bringing Pound Town with me. I don't know if there's anything. Even clowns, even clowns, as much as I I do not like clowns, me and Pete will overcome odds, just like we always do. Because we're the bosom buddies. We don't back down from nothing or no one or any clown. I say any clown. Big trouble in Little Pound Town, USA. Gigi Jacobs, thank you for taking the time to run wild with Peyton Payne and I right here on Wells Mania Podcast. We're rooting for you, brother. Thank you. And anytime you need a guest, call up old Gigi. I'll run my mouth any day of the week. Ooh, I love the sound of that. I love you, boys. Love you too, brother. That might have been the most entertaining interview to date on the Wells Mania podcast. Gigi Jacobs running wild right there. Pound Town, USA. And you can catch Gigi live in action this Sunday. Indianapolis, Indiana, Flophouse Wrestling. Gigi Jacobs versus Jarris Gray. Mo money, mo problems, a benefit for Hoodfoot's medical expenses. That's going to be a pretty wild event. You've been to a couple Flophouse shows. I have been to three or four Flophouse events. They're very fun. 
Uh, you got to go to one. Eventually, I'll get there. Maybe this Sunday. I'm a pretty busy guy. Maybe I'll be able to make some time. I'll be there. I'll be there repping a pound town shirt. Who knows? Maybe I'll be able to make it this Sunday. But also on YouTube this Sunday, wrestle with this WWT Showcase 43, the Bosom Buddies, Gigi Jacobs, and MVP will go up against the Disciples of Chaos for the Wrestle With This Tag Team Titles. And you know what, Peyton? We need to break down the entire WWT Showcase 43. And we're going to do that when we come back. You're listening to episode 74 of Wells Mania Podcast. It's been a long You're running wild right here with Peyton Payne and Wells Mania on the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world, Wells Mania Podcast. And yes, that interview with Gigi Jacobs was over the top and heavily entertaining. And I loved every single second of it. Gigi's one of a kind. Now, speaking of Gigi Jacobs, we're going to kick things off. He's in a tag team match. Yes. The Bosom Buddies will be going up against the Disciples of Chaos, the reigning WWT Tag Team Champions. Now we know that Gigi Jacobs has a fear of clowns. Yeah, man. I, look, as much as I want Gigi and, and MVP, the Bosom Buddies, to go in and, and rid the world of of the Disciples of Chaos and and the Army of Darkness clutches on those tag team titles. I got to tell you, having a fear of clowns is is probably the worst case scenario going into a match against the Disciples of Chaos. Yeah, I don't think this is going to play well for our boy Gigi Jacobs and MVP. When you got a fear of something, it's really tough to get over that fear. So you know that's going to be on his mind constantly throughout this match. And the clowns, they're going to play all sorts of tricks and oh, shenanigans like they always they're do. They're going to use it. The clowns are insane. They're psychopaths. So if they know that Gigi Jacobs has a fear, they are going to utilize it. I have no doubt in my mind. And I think they're going to find out very quickly that he fears the clowns. But I'm rooting for Pound Town USA and the Bosom Buddies. But I don't think it's going to end well. No. It's going to be a hard loss yeah. for the bosom. My, uh, my instinct tells me and still the Disciples of Chaos as tag team champions. Now this match, this match I'm really looking forward to. Zodiac versus Stone Pain. Zodiac, another guy that'll be pulling double duty on Sunday. He faces Remington Roar at Flophouse for the Flophouse title and will also then be coming to the Smash Mouth Jungle to go one-on-one -on -one with the Lion of WWT, Stone Pain, in a no-holds-barred fight because Zodiac is the poison that Rathbone has picked to try to take out pain. That's right. And uh, this is going to be a very hard-hitting match. I believe Stone Pain has been doing a pretty good job on Twitter. Not backing down from Zodi. No. no. If, if there's one thing I know about pain, he is not. Pain is many things. But a coward, he is not. And I guarantee you, come Sunday, he is not going to back down from Zodiac. And this really, man, this is a WWT dream match. I don't know who I got to pick here, man. This is going to be a fight. 
Now, I did reach out to Zodi, and I asked him, I said, hey, would you mind sending in a message that I can play for your match against Stone Pain at WWT Showcase 43? And Zodi is a man of his word, and he sent me this. July 24th. Wrestle with this, the Smash Mouth Showcase. Stone Pain, the Lion of WWT. Stone Pain, no holds barred. July 24th at the showcase. Stone Pain versus the Zen Beast, the hybrid monster, whatever form you call me. One thing, (laughs) one thing is for sure. You're gonna learn what meditate, elevate, and dominate is all about. That gave me chills. I got goosebumps, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Zodiac is a very intimidating, scary man. There's no doubt about that. I'm really looking forward to that match, and I really hope that Stone Pain is too. Well, who do you got here? Oh, man. You got to remember. You got to remember. In the world of wrestle with this, Zodiac is 0 for 2. Yeah. He's 0 yeah. for 2. Stone Pain has only ever been pinned twice by one man, and that man is Mega Mondo. This is a tough match. I could see it honestly going either way. Uh, as far as my pick goes, I, I think Stone Pain's going to do it. I, I really do. I think Stone Pain is going to overcome Zodi in the heart punch. And I, I'm rolling with Pain. This is Pain's jungle. It, so I'm going with the hometown, the hometown advantage here for Stone Pain. It's Pain's house. And as dominating as Zodiac is, I feel like Zodiac is slightly underestimating pain and as we've seen in the past when you underestimate pain it usually does not end well i think pain has a message has a point to prove here my money's on pain so we both got pain winning that one but better get your popcorn ready because that's going to be one hell of an entertaining match and i can't wait to see it now this next match is someone who i'm familiar with he kidnapped me. I survived his kidnapping attempt or whatever. I, I, to this day, I still don't know what exactly happened. It, it's My memory's still kind of coming back. It's a little foggy. But I'm talking about the Carver of Cutter's Alley versus Keaton Stoneburner. And this is from the Smash Mouth WWT verified Twitter account. There ain't no grave that can hold him down. Cutter's Alley returns to Smash Mouth Arena at WWT Showcase 43, and he's looking to give the debuting Keaton Stoneburner a first-class horror experience. Keaton, I hope you're ready, because I've been there, pal. I've been there, and I've survived. But I don't know if the same can be said for you until we find out this Sunday. What is your advice? Do you have any advice for somebody like Keaton? Yeah, run. Get the hell out of Dodge. Get the hell out of there. I, I know that Keaton's making his debut and he's got a, you know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove that he belongs. And, you know, going up against a, a, a an axe wielding maniac. Do you think that's homicidal, why? Homicidal, unsolved mystery yeah. that is the carver. I don't know, man. Keaton, 
You you got some big balls, my dude. Do you think that's why he took this match? Just the opportunity of if I can do it, I'll become an instant legend. I, I mean, is that why he does? Because to me, this just doesn't seem smart. I'm sorry. You're talking about a, a monster, a freak that somehow survived getting stuffed in a body bag. Yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah. He 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 got stuffed in a body bag at Showcase 40 by the Army of Darkness, was taken to some bunker basement somewhere, and was seemingly going to get burned alive by the Disciples of Chaos, but then horror movie monster style escaped somehow and is back on the hunt and Keaton is apparently his first victim. I'm telling you, the Carver is an unsolved mystery. I can't figure this guy out. I, I don't know what's going through the mind of Keaton. I can only speculate that he definitely wants to, you know, be the hero, the the last survivor, stalks his prey in the night. He's going to need the eye of the tiger, and he's going to need all the help he can get going up against the Carver. Know. I don't know. The Carver, we're talking about a guy that has manhandled the tag team champions has manhandled Zodiac and has manhandled Xander Deville. And he, he manhandled me, and I'm I'm not small by any means. No, no. But, but that dude got me. But I'm one of the few that could live to no. tell the tale. And Keaton, my advice for you is: um, don't take the match. Don't come. <laughs> yeah, just, just don't show up. Peyton, hold on a second. I, Somebody's calling the Wells Mania hotline right now. Should we take this? Should we take this live on the air? Do people usually call in when we're not scheduled to have a call? No, no. So I, I don't know who this is, but I I'm, guess take it. I'm gonna take it. Hello? Hello? the hell was that i have no idea i i don't know what i don't know if that was a prank call i, I don't know i mean it kind of sounded like it possibly might have been the carver but the carver was not scheduled to be on this episode of wells mania podcast and why the hell would i want him on the episode to begin with how does how does it does anybody actually know that phone number no no and that's the thing too it's like I'm the one that always calls people from the Wells Mania hotline. I'm not mean Gene Okerlund back in the 90s giving out the hotline number for you to call in. Can you track where that call was coming from? Man, that was weird. That was like eerie. The fact that we were just talking about the Carver. You know what's even scarier is like we're all alone in this building. right? Yeah, now. it's just you and me. I hope. Well... <laughs> Keaton, good luck, man. Uh, if that's any indication, there's your sign right there. You might not even want to show up All this right. Sunday yeah. at WWT. Should we take a break? I think we, um, we need to take a break, right? You want to? Yeah, let's 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 wrap stuff up pretty quickly. I I just I don't I didn't yeah. like that. That was weird. We need to get the hell out of I here. I have a bad feeling. Hey, you're listening to episode 74 of Wells Mania podcast. <sighs> um, dude, I was just in the I was just in the break room. Getting a glass of water, yeah, uh, cooling down, and there was, you know, the 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 uh, the wall phone in there. Sure, yeah, it was hanging off the 
the handle and it was like someone had used it. You don't think that the carver was just here and called from the break room. How else would he get that number? I don't know, man, but let's let's do this go home segment real quick. Okay. And then you and I need to get the hu- the, the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't like this. You know what? I'm going to play mm. I'm going to play something that's going to make me feel good. It'll make you feel good and this will be a positive way to end the show, okay? You mm. want to do that? Yeah, let's All do right, it. Let's do that. I don't want to grow up on a toys wrecking. They got a million toys and toys that I can play with. Ladies and gentlemen, you're running wild right here on episode 74 of Wells Mania Podcast. The world's greatest co-host, Peyton Payne, running wild with Wells Mania. Gee whiz. I couldn't be a Toys R Us kid. Oh, boy. Peyton, I'm no stranger to showing my love that I have for Toys R Us. Toys R Us went out of business back in 2018, filed for uh, bankruptcy. But Peyton, I've got some big news that broke earlier. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. This is something. This is, that was a little weird. Listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna end the show. Give me your news, maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm gonna end the show on a high. I'm gonna end the show on a positive note. I'm gonna take us back down do you, memory lane here. Do you think the Carver was a Toys R Us kid? <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if he was, but then again, nothing surprises me with the Carver. That I'm telling you, he's an unsolved mystery. All right, yeah. Well, you know what? Get, so yes, get to the news. Get to the news. News broke earlier this week that Toys R Us is coming back. Don't call it a comeback. Been here for years. Macy's. Macy's is bringing back Toys R Us starting this month and going all the way to mid-October. Peyton. Toys R Us is gearing up to make a brick-and-mortar retail comeback this holiday season. The iconic toy seller will open new locations inside Macy's department stores, like I said, from late July through October 15th. The in-store shops will range from 1,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet of pure nostalgia. I'm hyped. I love Toys R Us. The world has not been the same since Toys R Us closed up shop, but it sounds like we are going to be getting back. And at the Greenwood Park Mall, there's already a little bit of Toys R Us upstairs. There's going to be even more. They're expanding. I mean, a thousand square feet, that's a lot of square feet of toys. So when I saw this news break earlier, I immediately popped. Because I am forever a Toys R Us kid. And like I said, man, it has not the world has not been the same since our Toys R Us, located on 31, right where the big lots is now. Mm-hmm. It's just hasn't been the same, man. No, that was kind of the the fall from grace for uh the world is when Toys R Us closed. I'm do you have a favorite Toys R Us memory? All of them. You don't, I mean, have, you don't have one that like stands out. Well, when I was a kid, like a I particular re- toy you got WWF Hasbro action figures. My mom and dad spoiled me when I was a little kid, and they would always take me to Toys R Us. And this is back when Toys R Us looked old school, like when it first mm-hmm. was up and running before the remodel later on. I mean, this is like old school format, so you had those long aisles of toys 
on toys, on toys, on toys. And I remember my mom and dad would always take me in and I would go straight to the action figure aisle and I would get a pick out, maybe one or two, three WWF Hasbro action figures. My mom and dad, they worked hard for their money and then they spoiled me and my sister. But man, that that's probably my fondest memories is going in there as a kid and getting all of the WWF Hasbro action figures that I still own to this day. I still have my entire WWF Hasbro action figure collection. What about you? Yeah, you know, uh, I never, I don't believe I ever, I might've been very young, but I don't have any memories of the original after the remodel. You know, my, my memories are always after that. Yeah, because you're about 10 years younger than me. So by the time that you would have, ventured into Toys R Us, I believe they had already remodeled the store into the modern day version that it was yeah. until its ultimate demise. No, I remember going in there. I mean, all my memories of Toys R Us is uh, when I was a kid, that was where I would go. Like my parents would take me to get all the video games that I would buy. Oh yeah. You know, they had, they had that massive video game section over in the, in the corner in the corner. Yep. Up right there in the front left of the store. Yeah. And so whenever there was a new game out or a new wrestling game or just, you know, anything, I would always go to Toys R Us. I'd find it. And that would be where I would get all my games at. And then of course, you know, action figures and stuff like that too. But it, it was mainly the game section that I vividly remember the most. And you know, a lot of people, when they get older, they don't really go to Toys R Us. They've kind of grown out of grown out of it. But literally, I'm a Toys R Us kid for life because I kept going to Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Not only did I go there, but I would continue to buy action figures. Well, but instead of playing with them, yeah. I, I started collecting well, them and keeping them in their packaging. We have the collector's gene. So oh, yeah, yeah. we don't really ever grow out of being a kid mentally. You know, we we still go buy toys where we can find them. Yeah, Target has kind of become my new outlet that Toys R Us once was because Toys R Us is not just a toy store. There were memories in that building from the time that I was a kid all the way up until the time that it closed in 2018. You got to think that's almost three decades. It is three decades worth of memories that I had in that Toys R Us store. So when Toys R Us closed up shop, sure, somebody probably would have been like, ah, it's just a store, but it was more than a store to me. There were a lot of memories that I created over three decades in that store. So I'm really excited for the comeback. I would love for Toys R Us to take over its rightful throne at the Big Lots destination, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. However, this is pretty promising news with Toys R Us going inside of Macy's. Check this out, Peyton. Each Toys R Us store will feature playful colored fixtures. I said that right. Fixtures. Hands. I don't know why. It's just a tough word for me. Finally. Hands-on demonstration tables for customers to interact with various toy assortments. And this is my favorite part. A life-size Jeffrey on a bench photo opportunity for families. So that is coming to Macy's between now and mid-October. Like, just in time for the holiday season. Wait, wait, wait. Like a full-sized, like 18-foot-tall giraffe? They're going to have a full-size, life-size 
Jeffrey on a bench, and I can't wait for us to take a photo and cut a promo with Jeffrey the giraffe. We're going to need a, a big camera to fit him in the lens. Uh, I think my iPhone can capture that moment. Have you ever met the real Jeffrey? Never have. Never have. At least I don't remember ever meeting the real Jeffrey giraffe. Now, I'm sure maybe when I was a kid, I probably interacted with the mascot at some point, but to my memory, I don't remember that. So I hope that eventually I can make that finally happen, me meeting Jeffrey the giraffe. He's got to be out there somewhere. Oh, he's definitely out there somewhere. He's coming back. Toys R Us is coming back, baby. Woo! Well, that is going to do it for episode 74 of Wells Mania Podcast. Before we go, Peyton, plug everything that you want to plug. You can find me on Twitter at StonePainProd. Hit that follow button. Hit the follow button. I need followers. People just don't hit the follow button or the subscribe button. And when you go hit the subscribe button, make sure you're doing it for Wrestle With This on YouTube because Showcase 43 is this Sunday. It's a stacked card, and you don't want to miss it. And thank you again to our special guests for this episode of Wells Mania Podcast, WWE Human Encyclopedia Jared Giles and Poundtown USA's GG Jacobs. Man, that dude was a riot. And whoever called in in that last segment. Yeah. Unsolved mystery. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it was the Carver, but I'm not sure that it was the Carver. I don't want to stick around and find out, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're getting out of here. Thank you to Zodi. Can't wait for Zodi versus Stone Pain this Sunday. Until next episode, stay positive, run wild, and dominate the day. Woo! 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 to the most underrated wrestling podcast and I'm having a hard time keeping this microphone down. Woo! All right, cut it. Cut it. Woo! Cut it. <laughs>